Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776 is the number. Yes, you can. At Barton Hunt on Twitter. <laughs> what, what are you laughing at? What'd you now say? He said that like Cheddar Bob, man. You got more soul than that, man. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> or shizzle. <laughs> well, he said, can I kick it? And I just didn't want it. Uh, yeah, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. Oh, sure you can, sir. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> if you would like to kick it, you may. Uh, what do you think of this? So Dylan on Twitter says of Jets possibilities. Jared Goff. No, man. Uh, uh, like, he's he's in a great system for him. I just can't trust a, yeah. a guy that two teams will be giving up on. Yeah. You know, so, I, I I mean, I appreciate that. How about this one? Mark says, please, Jets, take Cousins off our hands. <laughs> Jets never play at night anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> never yeah. going to see the Jets on primetime. That's when it matters. Uh, but what do you think of this, though? Chris said that uh, QB1 is nails on a chalkboard, that I should say starting quarterback instead. QB1? Like, it's just, there's nothing wrong with QB1, right? That's a little swag. It's just like saying LB instead of saying linebacker. Uh-huh. We're, trying to, we're trying to get to it quicker than, than later. That's all I'm saying. It's like, I'm just, yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to just keep starting quarterback. 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 Well, We'll see what Herm Edwards thinks. He's going to join us in just a couple of minutes. Um, for those just joining us, though, the DeMar Hamlin story obviously is one that is a big story in the NFL. Uh, Monday Night Football last night, he went into cardiac arrest on the field, taken to a nearby hospital, and he is uh, in critical but stable, critical condition, but is considered stable. Um, the Bills had a statement that they released early, early in the morning, about 2 a.m., the family, through uh, someone named Jordan Rooney, who's the marketing manager uh, for Hamlin, put out a statement right before our show aired, aired and it was really a, a thank you, uh, acknowledging the first responders, the healthcare professionals, everybody that uh, did what they needed to do, and just an appreciation for everybody for the outpouring of concern, of prayers, of thoughts, and all those other things as well. So there's really nothing new when it comes to his situation. Now, again, no news can be good news. Yeah. And that's, of course. But, but him being sedated right yeah, now, sure. it, it's it's just a time thing. Monitoring him closely. Right. Remember, this isn't 24 hours yet. Right? Yeah. This yeah, is yeah, very, no. very fresh as it happened late in the night. Right. Um, we're just going to have to wait. And I know that in this microwave society, we want answers now. We want to know. But it's important to just support his family and give them time give the doctors opportunity to, to to do what they do to monitor him to see mm-hmm. what they can you know what what he needs and I'm sure x-rays cat scans MRIs all those things well, they'll have to do every like, test possible yeah and the, you know again you want to confirm what happened that had to do with you know the impact and something like those all the things they have to figure out what happened why it happened right and then of course where he goes from here right what damage was done 
where he goes from here, um, and that's also the most important stuff. With that in mind, NFL is sort of at a standstill right now, Bart. Yeah, because they can't be insensitive, right? Mm -hmm. They have to read the room, and I thought they were were right on point. They weren't tone deaf. They were right on point with making the right decision. Now, it's never going to happen in a time in which people think it should happen, but they made the right decision. And ultimately, that's all that matters. I don't care if it was reports out there for a five-minute warm-up. Yeah, Troy Vincent shot that yeah. down. He said still, that never happened. I'm sure they were in communication with both of, both of the coaches, right? Because you can make a decision as a league, and the players can say, hell no, I ain't doing that. And then what do you do? Right. So it has to be a collective decision that's made. And you don't know how players feel. Like Players have been accustomed to seeing guys get carted off. They didn't stop the game and Ryan Shazier you know, got injured, they continued to play. Mm-hmm. They didn't stop the game when Mike Utley got paralyzed. They continued to play. Mm-hmm. But this was different. Yeah. This was different. This was CPR. You know, this was the visual of CPR in your eyes as a teammate is way more traumatic than just seeing a guy get carted off and putting his thumb up and saying, I'm okay. Right. He's unresponsive. That's usually you that reassurance. Yeah. That's right. reassurance. Like, okay, let's go win it for him. Yeah. Right. This was, is he Okay. And until they can get that okay, I don't know how they move forward, mm-hmm. which puts the NFL in a tough spot. Of because not only this isn't an early season game. This was two weeks before the conclusion of the season. You know, the 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 winner of these two games, you know, this is the first time in, in football um that two teams with such great records were playing this late in the in the in the um mm-hmm. in, in the, the season. season. Right. right. These are two one seeds. These are two both division leaders in their division. Right. And and the outcome of this game determines so much more and affects so many other players and other teams that the NFL, even though they can't be insensitive to what's happening to Hamlin, but they have to go ahead and do about the business and plan ahead accordingly. They have to have one plan in case this happens, another plan because it's a game that needs to be played. Do they move the Super Bowl or do you just give them well, a you got a that week. You give them a simulated buy. You have the week. Yeah, but how quickly between, can you? Between, do you just eliminate that week? How quickly can you make both of these teams play? Because they need rest as I mean, well. I, you can't put them on a short week because that's you unfair too. How you, as, as a player, <clears throat> and again, you're, you're all obviously somebody. That's a, a, yeah, you're an emotional guy, but you're also somebody that understands. Like, like, yeah. I, you have a certain way that you think. I would. I would. So, probably, where, where would you be right now if this, if you were in this situation, if you were a teammate? If I, well, if I'm a teammate, you know, I can't exhale until I know what's happened to my friend. Right. What happened to my teammate, what's happened to my brother. And I think that's what the NFL is waiting for, and that's what teams are waiting for. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to get Herm on because I don't know how you handle this as a, as, as a coach. Right. Right? How do you handle this as a coach? What, what do you do? Today is a day when everybody comes in and they get injuries and you got players that have to get treatment. But man, you got to have a meeting. You got you go over corrections. It is no correction because it was no game. All right. Well, we have Herm Edwards on right now, of course. Um, and I know Herm, you've been. <laughs> I know you're exhausted. Yeah, it's you've been you've been talk talking about, about this for a, for so a while. Yeah. I appreciate you giving us some no. time. Yeah, and thank you for that. And and we'll we'll get into some My other pleasure. topics with you as well. But because you you spent I mean a half century of your life playing football and coaching football. I mean first you've all, seen playing. everything. He's, first of all, he's not over forty, so stop it. <laughs> you have you seen this man? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, ain't been on Earth for more than 50 years. <laughs> right, well, anyways, anyways um, I, I just wanted to get just your feeling. I asked Bart the same thing. I mean, as somebody that's just yeah. been involved in the league and, and as long as you have, as you're watching it last night, like, like just was there emotion? Was there – like what was going on in your mind as you're watching this? You, you feel helpless. Um, 
injuries occur. You know that. Um, as a player, you know that. As a coach, that's just that's the way it is. Uh, but generally when that occurs, uh, you walk out there as a head coach, whether it's in practice, in a game, um, sit there with the trainers, look at the player, talk, try to visit with the player if you can as a head coach, um, knowing that he's going to be okay. And you leave and you go back to the sideline, you might visit with a couple players, it's going to be all right. What occurred last night, um, and the first responders were outstanding. They, they were outstanding. Uh, to get there and to to do what they needed to do, um, we I've never seen that in 55 years of being involved in football. And um, you sit there and you try to grasp the situation, and you go, well, "I got no answers for this." Because look, when you're a coach, you gather information and you process it, and you know the coaches and players know this. It's a five second game. It's five seconds. And then you got an answer of what just happened on that play. Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, or indifferent. And you process that. And then you come to the sideline and you try to fix things. You get the defense or the offense, whoever comes off the field, and you say, okay, we got to do this, we got to do that. You fix it, and then you move on. Well, what we watched last night, we had no answers. Right? And the players want answers. As a coach, you want an answer. You want to know what to tell your players. And all you can tell your players, we got to pray for this young man, we got to pray for him and his family. And uh, I thought the audience, uh, the people in the stands, if you were a fan watching it from afar on television, if you were uh, an opponent, whether you're the Cincinnati Bengals or the Buffalo Bills, we all sat there and just said we felt helpless. And all we could do was pray and say this is, this is not what we signed on for. Right? It's a game of competitive violence. We understand that. But generally, when tackles happen and the skirmish happens, guys get up and they move on about their way. This last night was something that was it was, it was hard to watch. Now, now, it's tough to kind of talk about anything else as far as schedules, how you reschedule, how you make up the games, and how it affects the other teams. But, you know, from your, um, mm. your, your view, being a coach, like yeah. how, how do you handle – because this is a day where you come in, you get your treatment. Yeah. Some of these guys may need mental help. You know, and some of these guys may need to be set down, and some of these guys may be very distraught. And football is the farthest thing from their mind, but it's what we do, and it's our occupation. You know, we've we've lost players, right? Sean Teller passed on on a on a a away game, and you know, players had to play the next week. Players, you know, lose members of your staff, people that's inside the building. You know, how do you, as a coach? pull these guys together and what do you, what do you do or what, what could be done today to help them process and help them heal, but still, you know, worry about, you know, football and getting right. healthy and doing it, treatment. Cause you still have to get treatment. If you're hurt, you're beat up. Oh, yeah. You don't know when they yeah. say you got to play this game again. No, you're, you're right. You, you have to bring some great points up. And, and I think it's, it, it's something that you, you tread lightly you know this. Uh, players are looking for, for information. Uh, when you talk to the players today, you're giving them as much information as you can. You're being honest with them. Um, and then as far as where you go from here, um, that, that's the hard part. Uh, I, I will say this, and, this is, and I'm not trying to compare these two incidents because they're not comparable, but, but I was the head coach when 9-11 hit. And I can remember on that Wednesday – the players came in, and we were scheduled to play that week. And um, 
I visited with the players and told them, look, we're going to try to go out here and practice. You know, we're all just sitting there. And then we go out on the field. Within five minutes, I called them up and said, guys, you go home. Go home. Go home. Hug your, hug your children, man. Call your relatives. Just tell them you love them. And we'll, 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 we'll figure this thing out. We left the building. Players left the building. So, you know, both of these coaches did a marvelous job last night, I thought, of, of getting together and getting their teams together. And then both coaches, you could tell they were, they were talking about something. And um, I, I think they're in good hands with these two men as head coaches. They're, they're men, they're fathers, they're husbands. Um, and, you know, these players, you know, they're part of your family now. Yeah. You know, they just are. I mean, you, you, you get that part, and, and you've been involved in it. Bart, you know this. It's kind of ironic because before you go out and play in a game, I've always been involved in, in, a, in a prayer, right, before the game. And whether you're religious or not, you just get in the circles and you grab each other's hands, and generally somewhere in the prayer, there's something mentioned about protect, mm-hmm. protect the players. Right, that that's part of the deal. When you go out, and when you come back, you get in the prayer again. And I know when I walk on a practice field or in a game, I always just say in my mind, and I would close my eyes, just please protect the players, protect them from injury. Just you just say that. That's just that's your DNA, man. That I grew up with this game, and you that's something that you just you always say. But last night it was like. This is different. I haven't seen this. Never. I don't want to see this anymore. Right? I mean, that, that, that's kind of the way you leave it, you know, and you're just hoping that these guys can regroup. As you said, mental health is a big part of it now. Uh, what do you do with your players? It's incredible perspective. Herm Edwards joining us right now on the show. It's Bart Hahn, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. And Herm, again, is obviously all of our thoughts are still with this, and we'll follow this story. And, you know, the latest, anything new that comes out of it, and then hopefully hearing that, uh, you know, he is responding, that he is okay. Uh, we're talking about DeMar Hamlin, of course, in Cincinnati right now in the hospital. We will get it to everybody. But, but Herm, while we have you, though, there's obviously other things, yeah. football, to talk about with you. And, and there was something Bart and I were discussing a little while ago, and, I, and I'm curious what you think of this. You yourself as a head coach. Robert Sala has said that Zach Wilson has struggled his second season with the Jets. Yeah. And he feels like if there's any organization that should learn from giving up on people too soon, it's this one. Do you feel like the Jets would make a mistake if they are like, you know what, we've seen enough, we're moving on? Yeah, I don't think you move on. I think you've got too much invested in the player. And um, obviously, you know, it's been a tough, it's been a tough road these last five weeks. And you're sitting there trying to figure this thing out. You know, we, we don't we, we don't know who the quarterback is. We, we like our other pieces of this team. Um, now, what do we do going forward? Um, did you bring someone in? For sure. I think they bring somebody in. And then you start the competition over again, right? And and you just you go from there. I mean, it, it, it's, sore, it's a sore way to, to look at the season because of the start you had and you just didn't finish, right? And, and look, and, and it, 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 the quarterback always gets blamed. He just does, and that's just part of the deal. Uh, but there's a lot of growing up there. The one thing I can say about this football team, they stuck together. They really did. They, and they've changed quarterbacks numerous times, but they stuck together. Um, you're hoping uh, young man Wilson has learned something from this. 
going forward? Because that's going to be the key now. Has he learned from this? And I just think, you know, I agree. It, it's too fast to just say hey, we're going to make a change. And, you know, and you can make him. I always say this. Don't make emotional decisions. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't make emotion. I tell players like that. It's you New York coach. <laughs> don't play with emotion. But I tell players this. There's a difference between being an emotional player and a passionate player. When you make emotional decisions, you're generally wrong. Passion is one thing. Don't get into the emotional part because you don't think. You don't process. And so, you're right, Bart. It's New York. I get it, man. <laughs> I, I, I was on that stage. I get it. Yep. But I think someone has to be a voice of reason. And I've always considered myself that kind of guy. No matter how bad it got, uh, I was going to be the voice of reason now because someone has to be that. So, so Coach, I, I guess I would ask my next question would be this. is What level of mm. competition do you go? Because it's, 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 it's levels that, to this. You can get a level of quarterback that creates such yeah. a shadow that Zach Wilson's going to have to grow up and embrace a real competition. I'm not talking oh. about the Joe Flacco's or bringing in Tyrod no, Taylor. No, 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 no. I'm talking about real competition, like a David Carr or yeah. somebody that's on an expiring contract and you make a deal for a, a yeah. real guy, a starting guy. Yep. No, I, I agree. You're, you're trying to bring a quarterback in there to help you win now. Yeah. There ain't no doubt about that. And, and, make, and make everybody – look, you know, and, and, and you know this, there's a standard. What's the standard? It wasn't good enough at that position. We're going to set a new standard. We're going to bring a guy in here. It better not be Baker Mayfield. I'm going to walk out of the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, if it's Baker Mayfield, if it's Jameis Winston, I am walking home. But you know what? That's half trying. That's half trying. Bart, but you know the funny thing about this is it's going to be probably two or three guys, right? And those guys are, like, smiling right now, those quarterbacks, because they're going, hey, you know, no, they didn't want me at this other team, but there's probably there's probably yeah. ten other teams that want me really bad right now. Yeah. Just, yesterday's price is not today's price. Yeah, it's Everybody amazing. looking at Daniel yeah, Jones right. like the Giants better do well, it no, right. You, you go like this. It's like I, I'm not that good, but I'm not that bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's it, all you have to it, think it's about. Interesting. So you yeah, think about Jared Goff. So you think about Jared Goff. Yeah. yeah. Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston. There's a lot of quarterbacks yeah. gonna be available. You talking and, about Garoppolo? Yeah, Garoppolo. Yep. So that's that's, four, that's those four guys that's gonna push the price up. Now, Herm. Well, let me ask you this: oh. is, the, is the guy down in Tampa, Captain America, gonna do something? He's staying there. <laughs> what he gonna do? I don't know. I don't know if Captain America man enough for New York. Yeah, you, know, I said you, you don't think TB twelve no, can handle? No, no. I'm just saying that so I can say what I'll I, prove you wrong. The whole, yeah, you just want him to come up this way. <laughs> the whole world would shake if that man was wearing a Jets yeah. uniform. Although we saw Brett Favre oh, once, so anything could happen. Hey, Herman, meanwhile, Bart mentioned Daniel Jones. He mentioned the, uh, the Giants yeah. side of this thing. From, from a coaching perspective, yeah, I, I personally feel like Brian Dable should be coach of the year. Like what he's done, he what job. they have there is, yeah. I think, you know, you've had other good coaching jobs. No doubt. Sirianni's done a great job. Yeah. Kind of like you've had good coaching jobs. But I just feel like what he's done, he's done the most with the least and, should, and should be rewarded with it. Do you agree with that? Well, he, he, he's done a great job. I would say this. Mike Tomlin's done a great job as well That's with a young a football team. you got to get in the playoffs, go. You know? If you got to get in the playoffs, you got to get in the playoffs. And, and you're right. If that's, if that's, if that, you know, that, that, that's big. You got a team in the playoffs no one anticipated. Um, got a quarterback. And, you know, and it's kind of crazy because that situation was interesting to do with that quarterback. 
He's playing on his on his con- you know he's playing for his contract, and now all of a sudden, he's kind of played his way. Okay, maybe this is our guy. I, look, I, I think he's a I think he's a, a solid quarterback. I think he's a solid quarterback. I don't know if he's a difference maker. That's just my opinion. Watching him, I think yeah. he's good. My picket, right? Yeah. But he's a difference maker. He's yeah. a difference maker. I, I don't know that. Will he take you to the next level? Well, I don't coach, know he's that. 20, he's 26 years old, Coach. He's probably the oldest <laughs> rookie in football history. I tell you what, man, these COVID well, kids, yeah. these COVID players coming out, man, they, they got long, yeah, they got they three long kids in a mortgage by the time they get in the league. They've been they're so old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's but, he's, but, you know, he's mature. He's hard. He's been, one thing we do know, if you can survive playing in New York, you've been hardened. You're yeah. hard. You can take criticism, yeah. and you know how to handle it, right? And he's been able to do that. We tried to cut him about five times in this market, Daniel Jones. Well, Daniel yeah. Jones, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, that's like, what I'm talking about. Yeah, Daniel yeah, Jones. He, he yeah. Has, yeah. He's got the right demeanor. It's a very similar Eli Manning-type demeanor, and I think he's got the right one to endure he does. all that's happening. And, and he, now you know, if Brian Dable gets good, him where he needs to be. Yeah, and he's a pretty – you know, and, and, and he, has a, he has some ability. He has some run ability. Yeah. You know, he's a big, strong guy. He can run a little bit better than people anticipate. He's like mm-hmm. Costco version of uh, Josh Allen. Exactly. Right? Meta, metaverse. <laughs> yeah. Spider-verse. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a whole different guy, though. That's a whole <laughs> hey, different guy. hey, Coach, last, last, yeah, question, last question for me. Just one, one, one word answer. If you yep. had to bring one former Jet back to play quarterback Ooh. next year, Geno or Sam Darnold? Ooh. It has to be those two guys? Because, yeah, because yes. we're we talking about not giving up. We gave up on people too soon. Mm. It's looking like maybe it could be Sam and maybe it could be Geno that we gave up too soon. Who would you trust if you had only those two to choose from for next season? Who would you Ooh. trust? Them? They're available. Geno or Sam Darnold. They had those two guys, huh? That's it. I would <laughs> I would go <laughs> I'd go with Geno. I see. I agree. I feel like his, he's at that place where his body can still do it, and his mind now gets but it. But he's thirty-two. Sam's twenty-five or twenty-four years old. Yeah, but I'm well, you didn't say term. all that now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you keep, you keep, you keep moving them. You keep, keep moving them apart. Now, 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 all of a sudden, now you worry about age. You didn't even. You just said you can bring one back. It's okay. You know, there's an age oh, limit. What is this? <laughs> Hey, Herb, we're going to leave it right there, but it's always great to catch up with you. Get, some, get some rest. So get some yeah, rest. Yeah, we appreciate, appreciate the work you, you put in overnight. All, right, All the best. You. And tell me what face cream All you're right. using because you look too damn young. <laughs> thank you, brother. <laughs> Herb Edwards, he certainly has got the perspective of a guy who has played a very long time and that he's coached a very long time as well. He knows about it in New York, certainly. Uh, I thought, you know, him, he wasn't, he wasn't making a parallel, but he was giving the emotional, how you handle a team emotionally. 9-11, he was coaching the Jets, and he just looked yeah. and saw his team was not ready yeah, what do you to do? get off the field. Because Let's at, go. Because at some point and today or tomorrow, you have to make a decision. you got to practice. you got to do something because yeah. you don't know what the NFL is going to tell you to do. The right. NFL could say, be ready. hey, play Thursday. Well, you got coaches that got to watch film, and they don't know who they're playing. Are they, are they are still going to play this game, opponent? maybe yeah. on Tuesday? Or are they going to play Sunday? And, and also, he was a pivotal role in their team. He was their lead, second-leading tackler. Mm-hmm. So now you got to make an adjustment about what do we do next if we, yeah. when we have to play. Mar Hamlin. Right. So we'll continue again to update you on anything new that comes with that situation. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You know what other song gets stuck in my head? Don't do it. Can I get to the yams? <laughs> Sweet he yams. <laughs> Charlie Wilson version, though. <laughs> Can I get to the yams? Yeah. See, I got, see, what I do. I just got that out your head. I just got it out your head. The yams song is so much better. (laughs) If you're going to get something stuck in your head, get the The, yams stuck in your head. The yams song. I'd rather have that song stuck in my head. Uh Because that's a better song than this one. Everybody like the yams. Yeah. Not everybody like kids. Is that, is yams like an, (laughs) (laughs) sometimes if you like yams, you end up like having to like kids too, though. I'm just saying. Which is oxymoron. Because you're the lamb, you hate the kids. Is, is yams, um, an innuendo? First of all, Alan, that's a college word. I got an associate's degree. You got to explain that. Break that down for the people like me that's driving in the car. Nah. They're like, in the window, they no, did, no, no, not that's in they the heard. window. That's there in the window. Innuendo. See, that's see. You rolled the R and all that. In the window. Innuendo. What that mean? It's like it's like it's suggesting something else. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's that. You know, it's like it's like it's like I'm saying this, but I'm actually yeah. trying to say that. Uh, but I'm saying it in a way that you like. It sounds nice. So let me talk to the people in the hood. Then. All right, good. It's like when he say, "Do you like that white girl, Christina Aguilera?" We're not talking about Christina. We talking about that white girl. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? The snowman. You feel me? We ain't talking about snow. We talking about snow. I feel you, son. <laughs> That's an innuendo. Yeah. That's it, right? In the window? Yeah, and out the other. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to throw the snow out the window yeah. because the cops come get you. So how about this uh, Yankee? This is interesting Yankee news. The Yankees have made a front office hire. Oh. Yeah. Hey, they Brian spent, Sabian. There's no, no salary cap there, is it? Brian Sabian, who, is, who he won three championships as the GM of the Giants, mm. San Francisco Giants. Is he responsible for the Kung Fu Panda? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then, then I think I'm going to go with if he, if he brought in the panda. So he's now, he has a role. First of all, he was like in a, it was just a role with the Giants at this point, but they made him just gave him an office and told him, you know, just sit yeah. there, old man. Just give him a check. And he was losing his mind. 
There were rumors he was actually going to join the Mets front office, but instead the Yankees have brought him in. His title is Executive Advisor to Senior Vice President and General Manager Brian Cashman. That's how you know it's BS. That's taking care care of your people. I remember when Brian Billick brought brought in Jim Fossil in Mm -hmm. and made him a special advisor. I never saw the dude in the building, but he was getting a check. Can somebody make me a special advisor or something? And did he he tell the— Bart Scott, special advisor to Barton Hunt. Okay, yeah. Executive. 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 All right. Senior. Senior executive executive special advisor. I need all that word salad. You can be a special advisor to Ryan Hurley. Yes, exactly. I think that's what we'll do. Like Ryan, you you need need to – you got too many grades right here. You need to (laughs) put that in. He still has that goatee going. The moose is a a little strong. Mm. Like the – Moose a little strong. Right, soften up the moose. Yeah, yeah, Don't make it so crispy. Yeah, yeah. It's little, this ain't 2003. Yeah, look like it's fried. Like, like, yeah. like, but I tell you what, I wonder, I wonder if he specially advised. Where do you do your hair? In an air fryer? I, I wonder if he, <laughs> a new way. I wonder if he executive uh, advised the Giants not to go up the offer <laughs> right. for uh, Aaron Judge. He knew he was getting this job? Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, So yeah, when they yeah. were kicking around, like, uh, th- what do you think? Should we ante up? Nah, yeah. I would back off. He's like, yo, I, I think he'd take a more than creatine. Well, anyways, it, it, can, <laughs> I think he's taking more than creativity. Can this help? But seriously, like I mean, can this help? Now, remember, he he was with the Yankees, so it's interesting that so like, he was a Manchurian candidate. Um, no, no, he he won championships with the with the Giants. Okay. He, he did so quite he's coming well. Coming back, coming back home. Okay. Yeah, but it's not like he was with the Yankees when Brian Cashman was running things. Okay. He was with the Yankees pre championships in the nineties. So tell me this. So if he was pre-Cashman, that's what you're saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want somebody in the building like that. I mean, because Cashman, I know he just redid his deal, but. That's what I'm saying. I don't like, know. Like, I, don't want this... any, I don't want anybody in the building like that. That's like checks and balances for me. That's like oversight. That's like somebody well, that's looking at what I'm doing. It's going to be interesting. So, and trying so... to pay attention and, and going up there and talking to the owner yeah. saying, hey, I would have did this. Or, hey, I don't know if I would do that. K-Show, 3 o'clock, right after us. Must listen. Right? You get Salah on the K-Show, by the way, at 5.15. So you get to hear that part of the story. This is going to be a tough Tuesday, man. But then also this this Brian Sabian stuff. uh, I'm curious to see what K, what he sees. Sounds sounds like checks and balances to me if that's the case. Is that how Steinbrenner and and, and Randy Levine just kind of saying, like, you know, this guy's been here for a long time. He's been running stuff. We we leave you in charge, but we're going to get somebody to help you that's actually won some stuff more recently than you have. Could you you miss out on Castillo? It's too many syllables. Castillo, though? It's just, Castillo? Yeah, Castillo. Castil- I'll go with Castillo if you'd like. We'll do that. Okay. All right. 800-919-3776 is the number. So we've uh, we've discussed we've discussed a lot of things today. I mean, you didn't say anything to me about last week and what I was doing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Hold on. Um, hold on. Let me, let me, let me let it be. Uh, it was, it was not, not pre-produced. I hold know on. it wasn't let, that big of a deal. No, because I listen. No, nah, it wasn't I, that I, big I, of a deal. I, I know. Wasn't this, that big but, of a but this is what I didn't understand. You know what I'm saying? What? You Han. Mm-hmm. Zaddy to the stars. All right. And so I was expecting when you went down there, mm-hmm. I was expecting a little spice. You know what I'm saying? I was expecting like some light blues. You know what I mean? Some teal, some tans. Because it was warm down there, right? It was beautiful. Well, so I was expecting. Well, no, it, it, it poured in uh, when we got to Houston. But, but, you, but you, story. You, hit us with, you hit us with a lot of... Um, Wolf of Wall Street type colors, you know what I'm saying? You well, I gave, you, I gave you a little Christmas in Dallas. I had the nice Christmas tie when, yeah. like, you know, no, just no, I'm kept talking, it I'm simple. About the, I've seen the Puma fabrics Clyde's that you on the feet. I've seen the fabrics that you've had. Well, did you see New Year's Eve? Well, see, I, I, I missed New Year's Eve. I missed New Year's Eve. Bow tie. 
Yeah, but you all dark. I thought I thought you was gonna come with some, you know what I'm saying, some yeah. Miami Vice type stuff. You know what I'm no, because then it's like, like, oh, you're trying Sunny to be and like, tubs, you know what I'm saying? You trying to be like Clyde? No, Clyde, no. First of all, I love Clyde. He full disclosure, he went to Southern yep. Illinois. You he guys are Salukis. He's Saluki. Yeah, this dude is wearing drape patterns on the sideline. You don't have access you, you know, to look like Clyde. I, no, I don't. I love his pat. Like his patterns is only for him. I could I can't pull that off. All right, so besides the the few minutes I was on camera, you look like a natural. Though. Two hours of me talking with the greatest of all time, Breen, right? Yes, Mike Breen is a Hall of Famer, and to work with Mike Breen, yeah, is it, it's an incredible. And I, again, I'm sucking up to him and all that stuff. He's not listening. It it was an incredible experience, Paul. yeah. Like I, honestly, like just working. Especially the end. I know the Knicks lost that game, but that that last two minutes of the Dallas game, his the way his ability to have energy yeah. and to describe what's happening and all that intensity that he puts Move into quickly it, without feeling like he's in a rush. Exactly. Like I was in. Like I was really caught up in it. Like man, this is great. And so that you know, you oh, learn oh, so much from it. Yeah. But oh, it was. Um, yeah. oh, it, it was. It was. It was an incredible thing to do. And for for somebody like me, I mean, I grew up where like I pretended to call games. Yeah. Right. I would watch Nick games as a kid, and I would pretend. Um, it, it was like one of those. I can't even say a dream come true because I would never dream to have this opportunity. Right. So it was great. It was a whole. It was three more, games. I hope you get more opportunities. I. I, um, I. I really enjoyed you there. I can't. I can. I can confirm there will be more in, okay. the, in the future. Okay. okay. At some point. Uh, I won't say when, but I, I I have been given the indication that there will be more games for me to do, which, you know is, that which means? is awesome. You know what that means? What it means? I mean, they like you. I guess. They really like me. Yeah, man. But I, t- I tell you what, man. <laughs> how many means re- I screw up. How many records are the Knicks in? I mean, Luka puts up 60-20, yeah. like only the, way, the Knicks. Like it. Which hurt more? Oh, like, oh. Watching Luka go 60-point triple-double win the game. Like tie the game at the buzzer and then win it in overtime. Did that hurt more, or did seventy-one points by Donovan Mitchell last night make you watch? Going, that could have been yeah. us. You look, you look at Brunson like, yeah, you all right. No, no, Brunson <laughs> would still be here. He still would have been there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that would have been a back. They had already signed Brunson when they were oh, going to wow. trade for Donovan. Yeah, then that really hurts. Think about it, because Julius Randle's playing out of his mind right now. Out of his mind, good enough to trade. Oh, he's your best player. Right well, no, he's who are you your, trading him for? Listen, he's your best player. But who are you trading him for? He's I don't playing care. the best I've no, seen him since he was an All Star. You need to clear that money up so that you can get a real superstar. And you can get max money. Why are you starting trouble? Am I am I lying though? Like you're if starting you, trouble is what you do. If you know that if you if you kind of already know like listen, he's good, but we can't really win big time with him. Why not? You can like. I think if you add Don, if you put it, it, this, is same, this? this is the same discussion, this is the if same you discussion. You had Donovan Mitchell on this team with Brunson and Randall, you'd be a top four team in the East. But you're not. But you're not. You're not gonna get that. You're gonna get one, and he's taking one of that money. You're gonna have to get extra money, max deal. Or this somebody. is not like the NFL. You can go over the cap. I understand. That. You can do this. I don't. Even, we got an owner that can do it. I understand yeah. that. But Julius willing Randall, to do it. But Julius Randall like can only be your third star. I think he can. I don't know if he's good enough to be your number two. Now he's a great player. He's fundamental, but he gives you that same conversation that we we're having about the potential quarterbacks for the Jets. Yeah. You yeah. It's like man, he's good, but ah, uh, uh, you need a star. Man, why are you depressing me? There are twenty wins before the midway. You want me to make you want me you want me to make you over five. You want me to make you feel better? They've won ten of the last okay. fifteen you games. You are making me feel like crap. You want me to make you feel and better? And the Nets have won twelve in a row. Yeah, yeah, ain't nobody no, talking no, about no. it. Do you want me to make you feel better? Don't be trying to jump my 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 take. 
Brooklyn. I just fell asleep. Brooklyn. Fell asleep. You can fall asleep, wake up during the playoffs because they'll be there. Okay. Knicks might be there too, man. Looking Listen, like we might get both teams in the playoffs. The Nets yeah. are one player away, but in what my player, opinion. What player is I like Miles Turner. I don't know if I'm like big man. I'm not feeling him. That but he hold on. How many skilled big men are they out there? Well, anybody that's good is locked up. Right. So it's no skilled big man that can take and beat away from the basket. That got enough body. Now he's not a great defender. Big enough body that can handle Embiid. First of all, you can't guard. Yeah, but how do you how do you guard Embiid? You you make him work on the defensive end, and you don't make him work on the defensive end by trying to take him to the post. You bring him out to the three point line, and you put him in, and you get him in trouble. You hit a couple threes, he's gonna close up the space. Mm. You try and get him in foul trouble, and you have to have somebody that can pull him from underneath the basket. Miles Turner can pull him away from the basket, open up all the dribble lanes. Doesn't matter. Kyrie is a guy who can break down anybody, and then you got shooters. Joe Harris looks a little. Better you got well, Joe you know, Harris Pat, hasn't played in a while. Yeah, you got Patty Mills out there, yeah. and you got Curry out there. So if you got somebody that can pull and beat away, opens up the driving lanes, and now you got opportunity to get some action going. Well, you need we're, it. We're in the trade and season. Brooke, and Brooke Lopez, big as hell, man. Brooke Lopez is pulling people out to the three point line, and it opens up everything up for Giannis. You know what? It's funny. <laughs> Coincidentally. They Brooke Lopez was probably, probably be a great fit perfect. for the current Nets team. Yeah, they got rid of him. And all those years ago when he was a Net. And his brother is nowhere near the player no, that no, he is. No, no. He's not no, even close. No, it's a different player. So that's what I'm saying. But I don't know what like, – they, they, they have clearly to, they need have a to big make body. A move. I just don't right. know who it's going to be. I mean, because Nick Claxton is nice, but when you go against him big bodies, he gets thrown around. He's too small. Yeah. Yeah, they need more size. It, it certainly you, is. You had a suggestion for one, and you had a um, six degrees of separation, but I don't know if I like that as much if they're trying to go for it. You know, you say the Spurs, they played the Spurs last night. Oh, Jakob Purtle. Jakob. Jakob Purtle. You know who they really could be a good fit. Anybody who needs a big man. Mm -hmm. There's only one big man out there that they should be trying to make a trade for. The way, way, the present way, way. Bowl, bowl. Everybody out there who ever hated on me for my infatuation <laughs> with Bobo, I want them to call up what to this line. I want an apology. Bowl. I want bowl. an apology. I was... Listen, I almost cried when you told me that he failed his physical with the Pistons. I can't believe the Pistons. Imagine gave him up with on the Pistons him. now. What are your Pistons thinking? I need to be in the They had him in house and sent him back. Said, no, thank you. He's injured. But also, look at look at Denver. What if they would have had Bobo and they would have turned him loose? You can't uh, count on Porter and his broke back. Mm. He can play power forward. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
You and I did national show for a couple of years. Nationally, you could talk nuts. Locally, crickets. It's a reality. That's true, man. But listen, at the end of the day, if you get the chip, are you saying if they, they if they get the chip, they're going to be like the Rams? They get the chip and nobody still cares? I mean, I, people will care. Some people will care. Yeah. But I don't. I just don't know. I don't know. By now, if they haven't moved people, will they ever? I don't think it's pe- fair to ask that question. I don't think people are taking it seriously yet because they've seen it. They know they're capable. You're of waiting games. for something to go wrong again, yeah, like something yeah. to happen. You know, both Kyrie and um and um KD got their annual haircuts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's that about? I don't know. I think I think Kyrie cut, cut his hair off. You know, in our community, a lot of times when you cut your you got long hair. Our community. What do you mean? The black community. Oh. <laughs> like when you see guys cut off their dreads or if yeah. they have long hair and mm-hmm. they cut it, mm-hmm. it's because they want a fresh start, a new beginning. And maybe, maybe that's the message behind Kyrie cutting his hair down and, and letting go the uh the baby Morgan Freeman, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think maybe that <laughs> what, man? That's funny. You ain't got a little microphone? You know <laughs> it did look like a microphone for a while there. Looking like Ice Cube and higher learning. Cut it down. Calm is in the Bronx. Calm, what's up, man? Oh, what's going on, Hollywood Han Bartholomew? Welcome back to New York. Um, really quick, before I get to a couple of Knicks points I had, uh, you did a phenomenal job, I think, Han, on your and your uh, color analyst for the Knicks in that three-game span. I was going to get on you. Thank God they won that Houston game because I was going to say you were yeah, bad luck. But Listen, even Tibbs was saying it to me. He's like, because, he, he, like, you know, you're part of the travel party. Yeah, yeah. He's like, we didn't get that one. You, you were getting home on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was that's New Year's I, That's what I mean, but – it's, obvi- it's obviously extremely difficult to, you know, step in for, in my opinion, the greatest color analyst in the history of the NBA in Walt Clyde Frazier. Mm-hmm. But you did, a, you did a great job. And a couple of points with the Knicks. Like you said, Randall is playing out of his mind. And I love his quieting all the haters. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of Randall haters out there. And I've always liked him. I believed he was going to make a comeback from what he did last year. And he's seems like he's playing better than he did that all-star year, you know, in this, in this stretch. And I think he's going to be an all-star again, but the Knicks right now, they're really good. They had that big stretch of eight game winning streak. They started, and then they started to be a little slow. They got a couple of injuries here. It's doing, they're doing everything that they need to do with playing all the young players. You see McBride, you see Grimes yeah. getting in there. And when Toppin yeah. gets back, he's going to play. They're doing everything right. And I don't think there's anything to really complain about as a Knicks fan and as what? a team. Are you sure? You don't have to look far. You'll find somebody with something to complain about. Oh, no, absolutely. There's going to be complaints going around. There's always going to be something to complain about. But in the sense of people are going to complain like, oh, they need a star, they need a this. It's not feasible. It's been 20 years. They're not going to get a top free agent just waltzing in for free. They're not going to make a trade where they trade all their young assets and it's going to make them a contender. That's going to be the Carmelo Anthony deal all over again. Yeah, there's nothing out there. What right they need now. to do is what they're doing now. What they need to do is what they're doing now is develop, be a very good team, very, very um, talented just, in their own right. Calm. What they and are is they're maybe shake loose but like they're, they're, free agent or something yeah. like that. How do you get better? Though? Where where they are and calm. Th- thanks for the call and I appreciate also the the accolades. Thank you. Um, this is who they are. This is kind of what I think you expected them to be, is a little over 500, 
competitive. You know, you beat teams you should beat, yeah. right? Again, in the losing streak, they were competitive. I mean, the, the again, the Dallas loss was painful. That was a close game. The the, the Bulls loss went down to the wire. <clears throat> these are these were close games. Christmas Day was a very entertaining game, and then Embiid just they had better players than you. Harden and Embiid right. beat you. You were beaten because they other the other team just had the better players. That's the frustrating reality of what the Knicks are. They're no longer a you know a joke. Terrible, awful, whatever. They're not, you, they're not you, that anymore. But, you find, but now they're kind of just mediocre in you, you, the middle. You find yourself at like a C, C plus. Yeah, they're and, about that. And yeah. that, that gets you nowhere, right? And, well, it gets you. Look, it's still better than being in the basement. Although the, the basement this year can get you one by Nyana. Exactly. But this is where they are. So, now, you want to be competitive and you want to look like a functioning franchise that is. Four. Well, for the next time, somebody's like, get me out of here. And then, and then you're you're set up to get whoever that's going to be. And it was supposed to be Donovan Mitchell, and they they decided not to do it. Some some decided not to do it. That but wasn't you, unanimous, but, but you, the right people said no. See, but how long do you expect the fans to wait around for this team to just be relevant? Well, they've like, been waiting for a very long time. Yeah, I'm saying like at what point? I mean, look at Toronto. Toronto's in what twelfth place? Siakam uh, again. If you're doing something, it has to be significant. You said shoot for the stars and land on the moon. No, no, no. You said that. Who's the, st- <laughs> who's, the who's the star for for the for, I don't for know. the Knicks to, I, to look for? I that's, don't know. And that's the problem. Who is somebody that is getting to a point of and when you frustration? Say, don't tell me Zach Levine. I don't think that's a guy either. He was with Tibbs. I know, no, I know, but I'm not. I don't look at Zach Levine like all right. Now you're a championship team. He was. I don't. Because I worry about the knee and everything else, uh, so well, I, get- I think you have to sit. You, I think this is where you don't, you don't try too hard, because you know eventually something's going to come out. It always does. There's always somebody that says, you know what, we're not going anywhere. It's time for me to go somewhere else. Like you know, it, it could be it could be Devin Booker at one point. It could be Luca at some point. You don't know. That's two, three years on a of road. Of course it is, but... It was Donathan Mitchell and you failed. Yes, and you decided to not do it. I mean, That's it. It, it. That was the guy, and you, some in your organization that have influence said, no, we're not paying that. And now you watch him score 71 points for an Eastern Conference team, which is better than you, and you have to be okay with it. Because you, that's, you chose not to do it, and you live with it. But there's still going to be someone else at some point. I don't know who, but it's going to be somebody. It's going to be like Draymond Green. Or Clay, <clears throat> I ain't going to be Draymond Green. Or, or, or Clay Thompson. You know, like, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, you said shoot for the stars, man. You, you shooting for the ceiling, and the ceiling is the roof, according to Michael Jordan. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.